This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash laser and get a free audiobook on us. So you're driving in the car, you're with your friend, minding your own business. Then what happened? Well, then we saw this woman and she was wearing a bra with no top. No top? She didn't have a top on? Yeah. So I got distracted and I crashed the car. Well, how would you describe this woman? Would you say she was an attractive woman? Oh, yeah. So we got an attractive woman... Wearing a bra, no top, walking around in broad daylight. She's flouting society's conventions. She was flouting. It's totally inappropriate. It's lewd, salacious, outrageous. It was outrageous. And she's the heir to the O'Henry candy bar fortune. We got a case. Like taking candy from a baby. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. 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 Rubber bunkers. Worst intro ever. Yes. Hi, laser time. Kochira wa ikura desu ka? Jesus, you know your way ahead of Elsa. So desu ne. Doma. Kore wa toshokan desu ka? What the fuck? Where is this coming from? That was perfect. What does that, what does that mean? Where's the library? Oh, <laughs> does it, does it, does it, where's the where's the phone booth? What I've been learning so far, you guys are going to learn it too. Is uh, my book lessons have so far been for businessmen? <laughs> I thought you were just plugging your book there for a second. Yeah, my book. My book. Japanese for businessmen. Buy my book. Buy my book. Is it going to be new content in this episode, or are we know. just going to recite uh, old things that happened to us? Uh, all right. So well, let me tell you about Toys R Us. Hey, <laughs> uh, there's plenty of time for that because I don't know how long this topic can sustain itself. This is going to be a little more freewheeling. Um, well, I do feel a little bit like trippy since we spent the last 30 minutes playing with Google Street View. Yes, no on the Wii U yeah. because there's not much else to do with it. Um, and and now we played F Zero. Well, I played, played F Zero. Well, okay. we watched every track. By the way, we ate some big sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Silence, my favorite track in the original of Zero. That and Red Canyon 2 are both really, really up there. You big guys know that. Death Wind 2 fan. Um, it, fuck. Still, Where were we? What were we talking about? Someone else do the show. Shouldn't we introduce ourselves? <laughs> sure. I'm Chris Antista. Henry Gilbert, H E N E R E Y G on Twitter. All right. Bort Montoya. Uh, I am Cape Crisis. I'd, man, when am I going to take these sounds off the board? <laughs> they have been reused. Wait, do, you still, do you still have the Cars sound effects from a year ago? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get the money. <laughs> I, I still have the mouse precise track. Um, the yeah. last time I was on the show, was the mouse perhaps, perhaps. Um, help! <laughs> help! I still have that one. I can't. It's not loaded up correctly. Help! <laughs> 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 I do want to hear it at one half speed. Oh. <clears throat> it's over now. What was this episode supposed to I be about? I don't know. This is your <laughs> show. Say anything. Tell me. I took a bus to get here. We so. did. Um, <laughs> I could be taking a nap right now. Um, we can do. We can do it on mic. Take a nap on mic, okay. honey. Well, it's just like every just other like episode. Henry, of Cape <laughs> Henry when oh, hey, 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 hey. I didn't say that. Hey. I was no, wait, saying I mean, Henry sleep. He's like. <laughs> no, I snore very loudly. Oh yes, I've heard that. 
No, no uh, you, well, you mean you've heard that from people or you've heard it yourself? Uh, yes, I've heard you do that from experience. If <laughs> I didn't get so to, drunk, yeah. I, had, I completely passed out. I don't know how anybody would live through that. Also, I didn't realize I fall asleep so quickly. So. Yes. And then if you don't snore, you wake yourself up. <laughs> what happened? Uh, this show was supposed to be about this episode of Laser Time. We go through a bunch of pop culture stuff because um, that's where our brains are good. Oh man, brain, um, brain work good. Because I don't, I, I have been the only thing that makes us happy. Worst shovel, title for the, this, and this was supposed to be uh, yeah. per, what? The go shovel on. thing he used to dig, dig. food. Yes. <laughs> uh, was that a Simpsons reference? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it supposed does. to be a notation sometime. <laughs> Whenever that happens, let's just put it in later. Okay. <laughs> I got to this point where I was like, "Can how many one-word Simpson references can you make?" Mm. And I was like, I thought that's, th- that's the new episode. And, Sorry, Chris. And I thought, of, and, I, and, I, and I thought of three immediately. Damn it! I, excellent. I, I, no, without going to like excellent and dope. Oh, without a catchphrase. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna, one. I'm only gonna, go ahead. Go ahead. Nerdlinger. Nerdlinger. Yeah. Bra bomb. Bra bomb. Uh, I guess that's a compound word. Well, no, that your bra bomb better work, Nerdlinger. Yeah. I, yeah. I think. I'm, and what? triangle. Triangle. I'm only gonna. I'm only Paddling. gonna use uh, paddling. Yeah, I think Henry's trying to. I think Chris is trying to have a show. I'm yeah, not, I know, right? We were. I'm not. I want to talk about more Simpsons. I for some reason decided to watch the movie. It'd been a while, and I had bought it for used on Blu-ray, and I mm. popped in. I'm like, this is still pretty good. Yeah. And, and it made me want to watch the second season, especially because the movie references so much uh, the way we was. Yeah. And then I realized it's the same director and writer. Well, it was multiple direct. They. Hey, well, it was uh, Rich Moore and David Silverman were the mm. main directors on it, and they were two of the four core Simpsons directors of the first uh, series, which would be Wes Archer, Brad Bird, David Silverman, and Rich Moore. I popped in that second disc only to show Heidi at when uh, they fly over Simpsons Gorge in the movie. Mm-hmm. For one second, there's a crashed ambulance next to the tree, and I'm like, ah, ah, I know what that's from. And Heidi's like, what? And I'm like, throw in Bart the Daredevil. And I knew that the, when you tweeted it, like, what was that episode? I mean, like, Bart the Daredevil. But I didn't read that tweet till it was an hour old. <laughs> Bart the Daredevil. And that was great watching that. And just the animation quality is so fucking lo-fi and shitty. Like, there's even, like, the cells are blurry. There's mm-hmm. hairs all over everything. Like, I don't know how those episodes will ever be cleaned up. But still, they shouldn't my, be. They my should favorite be hideous forever. You want to quote The Simpsons? I'm going to exclusively go through my old DVDs and just do Hank Azaria's Brooklyn, Brooklyn accented people who do like two lines. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the Bart gets a comic. He does. Uh, he's trying to get money for the Radioactive Man Number One. Cracks mm-hmm. open his coin collection, brings them in, exchange these for American, my good man, and like three cents. Let the good times roll. Let <laughs> the good times roll. <laughs> Uh, I still love the one word of the driving the popcorn truck into Whoa. the giant pothole. Whoa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love that about the show. Watching that season, it's before they had defined all the characters. Mm. There are so many fucking crazy accents that everybody's doing, and this town is what's supposed to be in the middle of Illinois. Queen of the Hoppies! Like, what? What can. Where I love that from? one from that same Bart uh, three, three Men in a Comic episode. was... Uh, like, I, like got I always remember the line like, uh, it's the imaginary tale where Radioactive Man marries Larva Girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. Well, How far into the episode the... are we? Should we just give up? Yeah, let's just stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start <laughs> over. Take this, two. <laughs> this was supposed to be, um, this is freewheeling about legality ruining good things. 
mm-hmm. or changing things, or creating things a great through. thing, or creating good. And this was this. How did this kick off? We were uh, in the car at lunch the other day, Elston, talking about name changes, mm-hmm. and I believe we were talking about um, Biohazard and Resident Evil specifically. Mm-hmm. And what I would Resident Evil. How did that happen? Uh, I actually asked this question back in the Games Radar days. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And, uh, yeah, it was um, at the time when Biohazard in Japan was about to, you know, they were trying to find a way to market it over here, and they, they were like, okay, you have, anytime you bring something over here to do the, the IP check, the legal check to make sure, is this word and this phrase okay? Can we register all the rights, blah, blah, blah. So the punk rock band, Biohazard? The band was one of the key factors. They're like, wow, that's going to be a really hard trademark to get in the U.S. because the band, mm-hmm. uh, there was something else also at like a, at the same time, like Probably a like movie. A or, comic book or something. Who knows? There like, was something else also doing it. They're like, we're never going to be able to secure this. So they're like, we have to call it something else. And they had this kind of internal contest. There were a lot of names thrown around. And eventually, because it's in a mansion... Mm-hmm. And blah blah blah. That's where the name Resident Evil came from. Is the fact that it's evil that lives, evil that lived in the mansion. And then when it goes <laughs> to Africa, years, fifteen years later, <laughs> and I never. I, uh, well, one one of our coworkers like, oh my god, I never realized that it was a residence, <laughs> and that's what <laughs> it never it's occurred. Sort yeah. of a pun, but not really. Yeah, but so that's like, like that, how, how well Biohazard works for the series. now. It really does. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah, um, but that kind of you know spiraled the conversation of like that was more of a preemptive legal check. It wasn't like it was called Biohazard. Somebody got sued and they changed it. It yes. was like oh whoa, let's not even go there. Let's but it's it's more about something. how legalities can change things entirely, and then just to because I have no information regarding that franchise, I was like Darkwing Duck, <laughs> Darkwing Duck. What was it? It was originally titled Double O Duck. <laughs> it's how these like reading about how some of these dizzy afternoon shows that we regard as classics. Or I don't know. I don't know if you want to consider them classics. Yeah, but I would uh, say classic. How Gummy Bears came about. There's Mike. I just imagine Michael Eisner walks into a boardroom chewing gummy bears. My kid likes gummy bears. <laughs> and dude, that's literally how it started. Like, make sure my bears are gummy. I've spoken. It turns out, if gummy, <laughs> turns out gummy bears isn't under, you know, it's not it's like copywritten anywhere. Like, there's how gummy do, bears everywhere. How do you get Double O Duck not flies, but James Pond flies? I have no, well, I think because, uh, in this case, Double O Double Duck was the title of a DuckTales episode. Uh-huh. And starring, I think, starring Launchpad as a kind of spy. A two-part episode, and some executives like that's an awesome title. What if we just own show? Is this Big League Chew this time? Mm. <laughs> this is a cucumber in my teeny. Executive. So what if we had a whole show around lunch pad? Spit these olives out of your mouth, dude. He's <sighs> chewing on some ice around lunch pad, and he was a spy. I'm going on break. <laughs> I'm um, out for the day. The it's two thirty. The executive bothers to declare it a break. <laughs> like, he hasn't taken a break in thirty-five years. <laughs> just my leave. private jet's leaving for Hawaii. I'll be gone a month, but uh, and they work. They go through all of these processes, and it's super. I don't know. To me, it was super fascinating. Launchpad. It, it didn't only result in the complete change of tone of the show. It got Launchpad kicked out of the lead role and into the sidekick role. That's the whole. Yeah. It, hold on. Yes. Get delayed. All our hats are are flying to the air conditioner right now. How could you ever imagine Launchpad as a I don't know, Mr. McDee. He's like nine feet tall and six feet wide. I crashed it. 64 tons of American pride. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Launchpad's like dumb. Like he's not the main. Well, I think, well, Darkwing was kind of an idiot, but it's like, I was. No, he was selfish. He's a little, but he's still sort of dumb. But he, he he does show 
minor glimpses of being super capable. Yeah. Uh, I will never forget that I've mentioned this before, I'm certain, but the, I ended up with the only Darkwing Duck toy I ended up with was the little nerd layer with the glasses. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> Honker? Honker? Honker. Yes, it was. Yeah, I was uh, like, why would I want Darkwing Duck or any of the action characters? I want this little fucking nerd in a sweater vest and glasses whose special power is his glasses pop off. <laughs> I, dude, I loved those action. Like, for me, even now, those are like the perfect action figures. Every once in a while, I go and check and see if the Thunderbeak is on eBay. Mm-hmm. That is the plane. Yeah, but his, yeah. the one I had, his hat popped up. Yes. Uh, and it was really hard to get his hat on straight all the time. I remember the first time I saw this show, and I recorded it like you did back then, mm-hmm. on a VHS tape. Uh, and I remember riding my bike around. I guess I was 10? Maybe yeah. 11. And I remember riding my bike around singing this song on the street. I remember the back roads, something so. similar with Tailspin. Our fr- like, I was, oh, Tailspin was big. I was showing you the erosion, the speed bump on Google Maps where we made to yeah. the erosion of the driveway. My The neighbor's driveway had eroded so much it created this chasm and we were kids and could never hurt ourselves so we would just run down the driveway and jump off and roll into the dirt and then we would yell, OEO. Tailspin oh, as we jumped in Mid Sun Falls. Sorry, that's that's that story was going where I swear to God. Is Launchpad just Baloo but a duck? Hmm. Well, Baloo, nah, Baloo was groovy, is, man. Baloo was the best pilot around. <laughs> I, I just remembered an episode of that that taught me the rule of I before E except after C. Because was that Mr. McG? Well, because Baloo had uh, he didn't know how to read, and so he was taught it, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, he had to skywrite later, and that came into <laughs> came, I, I came into a story point. Happened. Yeah. So that I before E, I had to memorize this in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Are you guys ready? To, you, you buckled in? Guys, yes. I, I'm Are you ready. Uh, I before E, except after C, when sounded as A as a neighboring way, but they're weird either. Needs, they're weird either. Leisure. Fuck. Done. No, 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 spit it, hoes. I've been Let drinking. Uh, they're weird. Either foreign seas, neither leisure, foreign height, are exception spelled right. Well, as long as it's simple. Wow. Man. Thirty days, half November, September, October, twenty-nine hey, you, leap year. What were you saying? <laughs> what were you saying about the way you were taught There's addition or math in school? Without a visual component, you can't really teach this. Like, what? Wow. If no one would have. Sorry, I was still trying to get those words right. I, I, the first time in my life I haven't been able to do it verbatim, and now I'm worried. <laughs> You're uh, having brain damage. I don't like this. Well, right, here's... Uh, oh, yeah, the counting oh, system. Yeah, the counting system. Oh, I don't want to hear this. That's it? That's, I, I didn't know what you guys were talking no, about. No, the touch points. I'm sure I've mentioned this somewhere. Uh, all the numbers... Sense. We were taught that all the numbers have dots on them, and you have to count the dots oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah, the yeah. number. Yes. And then wow. that was the stupidest system Were you taught ever. that, too? Yes, I was taught that, and even as a child, I was like, this is idiotic like it was like and here's one touch point on one there's two touch points on two but it was totally arbitrary yeah. because arbitrary, it's like, yeah, yeah. Two it's like, like three, three points in a two there's like the beginning the end the like it sounds like the same there. rule that makes a stupid constellation yeah, yeah. see this these three stars form yes. a crab demon except this is actual math and not yeah. astrology so it's, it's <laughs> teaching you a math in a very literal sense and not in like get it in your head and realize how this things connect mm-hmm. and not so today, when I'm trying to even add a tip at a restaurant, I'm like, I have to count the dots on the numbers because I, for six years, was taught that way. And then when we got into junior high and the kids from the other two smaller towns, we all get funneled into one junior high in high school, they're all like, oh, you just add it in your head. So, you know, this plus this, you know, just round up to 10. So then, you know, okay, well, it's only five less than that. So there you go. There's your answer. And I'm just like, I have no idea what you just did. Like, <laughs> I'm still thinking nine plus seven. And I'm like... Nine, so is it that I was 11, taught, say, to memorize the solution to just putting two numbers together? 
that's kind of, how kind of, you should be. Kind of the same way you get colors. Yeah. Like, uh, well, multiplication tables you just, we just memorized mm-hmm. because right. it's like, well, you're not adding anything. But so like, just is, is that how I learn math then? I just mem- memorize or at basic addition? The points thing I've never, ever fucking heard I of in my entire life. There was, I remember there was lots of like uh, literature and like visuals that they had posted up in the classroom. I was like, this is how you should learn to count. And I mean, this was, I was probably in third grade after this happened in mm-hmm. smaller classes, so it's not like I was actively using that to learn, but I mean, it was that's like, how that I, was actively being promoted. That really like, doesn't work after 10 either. Holy shit, that's confusing. Well, well no, it's not 10, it's like only zero, zero, zero has nine. zero, mm-hmm. and then nine. But the problem is... So eight could, has none. Eight so, has eight no, somehow. Eight has, like, eight let has me eight. touch oh, eight points eight. on an eight. Which no, makes, so here's how eight, eight has Eight points it. on an eight? Yes. Yeah, so here's what happens. So after after four and five... You get to six, right? Uh-huh. There's only three dots on a six, but they count twice. Yes. So you get. Oh, so for example, whoever designed this, I've never heard of this. This is my favorite one. Nine is the best. So imagine a nine no. written no. like written like an upside down six. That kind of nine, you know. Uh-huh. So <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six on the the the, the curve, but inside the circle of the nine are uh. three other dots that only count for one. Uh. So that's six, seven, eight, nine. That's Dude. how you get nine. So you to this day. To this day, I have to use those because I was never taught math the correct oh way, God. which I don't even understand. <laughs> That's child abuse. <laughs> it should have been because we're all ruined and all my friends who went to that school can't add. Commercial alert. Put the VCR on pause. Ah! Hey everybody, guess what? This episode is brought to you by Audible, audible audible.com. And if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash laser, you can get a free audiobook by signing up on your pals at Laser Time. So what is Audible, you ask? I hope you're really not asking that because Audible is the nation's leading source for audiobooks, radio shows, NPR programming, uh, stand-up comedy, everything that you can listen to in a pair of earbuds. Audible's got it. And you can listen to that on your iPhone, your Kindles, your Androids. This is about any mobile device in existence. And yeah, they have a ton, a ton, and they have a huge selection of books and things there that you can read, and we're going to recommend some to you, even though I haven't been keeping up with my reading very much lately. But I did, you know, we're talking about legal stuff, and there's this book that's been sitting on my shelf, and I saw that Audible has it, Devil in the White City, about a murder that takes place at the Chicago World's Fair in the 1940s or something like that. I don't know, that kind of stuff intrigues me. But if that ain't for you, they got all your Game of Thrones, they got uh, all your... Hunger Games, your Mockingjays, and your Fifty Shades of Grey. They have all that right there on Audible. And you can go get a free trial on us right now by going to audiblepodcast.com slash laser and signing up for a free audiobook on us. Thanks, guys. So here's the Darkwing Duck thing I remember, too. I'm just going to get look up on DVD and get Elson some uh, Square One. This is how you learn math. Fuck you. Square One is awesome. All the Living Color cast members teaching us how to do math. Uh, I like the Square One. They had Number Muncher, the Pac-Man guy. Yes. I remember that. Math-Man. Math-Man. That was it. Math-Man. Not Number Muncher. That was a different thing. We had brought that up before. All right. Wait. Wait. The Darkwing Duck stuff. Darkwing Duck. I remember in the two-parter episode with the Fearsome Five. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I was so 
That was a great so, episode. So uh, out of my mind excited for that. Well, I had never seen, I hadn't seen the Negaducks' first appearance. And I just yeah. Well, that's, that's sort of like well, what I said to them with the tone shift. It started out as Double O Duck. Uh-huh. There's like half the series villains are very James Bondian. Yeah. yeah. And then it turned out MGM owns Double O everything. So this cute thing, the entire basis for this whole show is gone. Mm-hmm. And they introduce a pulpy... Batman character, yeah. and then you have half Batman villains yeah. like Bushroot, Negavol, people with superpowers, and Though, not just evil. So Megavolt. then, in the in that fearsome, uh, there's a running joke where his uh, girlfriend is, or no, Gosling asks peop- asks uh, asks the magic lady to turn stuff into pudding, but the pudding she asks people to turn them into it's Jello. It's clearly Jello. It's a gelatin, but I, can't I think they changed it. Yeah, but couldn't they have said gelatin or something? They didn't have to. I, I just know. remember seeing because remember at the Disney afternoon we do the previews at the end yeah. of, the, of the show. They would preview what the next episodes are going to be. Previously in Darkwing Duck, uh, I remember uh, it was like ninety one, maybe ninety two by that point. But like, you know, like. You're, it was Gosling's voice. He's just like, you're making your own superhero team. And it's just a <laughs> shot of like Gizmo Duck, Darkwing Duck, and whoever, the magic girl. Yeah. And then the Minerva. Oh, magic. Minerva is his love interest. Yeah. yeah. And then someone else. It's like the idea of them coming together. Like this is also like a year or two after I got super into comics. Yeah. So yeah. it was like these things are happening at the exact <laughs> moment when I find the most relevance. Mm-hmm. And then, well, all the villains have to do the same. So here's Bushroot, Liquidator, Negaduck. That's what I remember. Uh, Megavolt Quacker Jack and Quacker Quacker Jack and like them all being on a team together it's like this is what I want (laughs) and I will say once again that that comic that was I don't know if it's still going on running, but the Boom comic is way better than Desert, the Duck Knight Returns. Well, yeah, one of my uh, one of my coworkers at Games Radar, Calder Cooper, mm-hmm. he actually uh, at Comic Con he paid uh, the artist of that book to do an original for him, and it was uh, it was to redo the scene of from the Dark Knight where Batman appears behind the Joker in the in the uh, uh, interrogation mm-hmm. scene. But it was Darkwing and Quacker Jack, and and the coolest part was so he drew Quacker Jack like with his uh, like handcuffed, and then sitting next to him was the banana dude handcuffed as well, his sidekick guy. Oh, what was his name? Because he was like the super evil one. Yes, oh, I forgot his name. Uh, show we're forgetting not... every. Wait, this is Darkwing Duck memories. What other things? Uh, well, tell, there's got to be some comic stuff. Yeah, I, I, thought, I, this... I thought you could help clarify the uh, Shazam Marvel. Oh Jesus, <laughs> that is so complicated. But all right, so uh, quick as a, I can. Do you have a pillow, Chris? No, what? <laughs> Come on. All right, back in 1930, Superman was the bee's knees. Everybody mm. wanted to have Superman. So after he invented comic books. So the comic book people call him Soups? They, yeah, it was Super D Duper. Super D Duper. So everybody at uh, the competing companies were like, just make a Superman. Make Superman. Mm-hmm. And so the uh, competing company Fawcett Comics made Captain Marvel. And he ended up getting more popular than Superman, mostly because of his hook that he was really a child who became a Superman so kids could identify with him more. And so he was selling more. And so DC. Did what they do when they're finding competition. They sued the shit out of Fawcett for ripping off Superman. And they were in legal battle for such a long time. Eventually, uh, like this, then it, like into the 50s, they were in a legal battle when the superhero or the comic industry died thanks mm-hmm. to Seduction of the Innocent. And then the Fawcett yes. just gave up anyway. And then cut to 1970. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC buys Fawcett, and they own Captain Marvel now. And they want to start publishing Captain Marvel comics and introduce them as Captain Marvel versus Superman. Mm-hmm. 
But in the meantime, Marvel Comics, aka Atlas Comics at the time, they saw that the copyright ran out on Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So they started doing Captain Marvel comics, which were not popular, nobody liked them, but they had them in print. And they're like, nope, Captain Marvel exists. You guys can't call him Captain Marvel. And all, then DC was like, well, no, he was always Cap- he was Captain Marvel first. And then they came to the agreement that, fine, he's Captain Marvel in the pages of comics, but you cannot advertise Shazam as Captain Marvel. You can only, on the cover of comics, it's, they can't say Captain Marvel, I say Shazam, that's the brand they went with. And, was that uh, always what he said? Did it turn from a little bit? Yeah, it was always, that was the power he used, the power word. And that's why there was a, in the 70s, there was a TV show, like after Wonder Woman was mm-hmm. super successful, they made the Captain Marvel show, except it was Shazam there too. And now in the really? comics, they just cut out the bill and they're like, fuck it, his, his name is Shazam. The end. Like, that's what, the character. Was there a superpower that he could identify any song just by listening to it? <laughs> <laughs> no, he has the strength of... A child? No, wait. Yeah. Of imagination? Of a billion exploding suns? <laughs> Shut up. To be partially allergic to yellow? Forget it. I forget it. I, all right, wait. The strength... Of They're weird. The, no, the weird I just see the Eyes of the hawk, height. ears of the wolf, speed no, no, no. of Pama. Yeah, the Pama. wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the speed of, uh, or no, the uh, endurance of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the speed of Achilles. No, the heroism of Achilles and the speed of Mercury. The dick of John Shazam. But <laughs> <laughs> what about the grace? Nah, he doesn't need grace. He's a goofball. The nipples of Ernest Borgnine. When you're <laughs> when you're invincible, like him, like Shazam. Well, what is his weakness? Uh, nothing the, really. What, what is Captain Marvel now for Marvel or Miss Marvel? Uh, Miss Marvel's. Yeah, Miss Marvel became Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. That's the current Captain Marvel. Her mm-hmm. comics not selling so great though. Probably be canceled soon. Yeah, I read the first two, and then it went to the time travel thing. But then I heard it got better. So I... yeah, but it's just the sales are just too low on it. So. But, uh, yeah, I think Marvel just kind of contractually has to keep in print a comic called Captain Marvel. Right, isn't that the like, case with looking at Superman? Like, I honestly don't know how this is done, how the the people who control the estate of the former uh, creators. That gets mega complicated because it really just changes with it. Like, basically, no matter how many times the family might be Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers will just appeal, and then it'll do another one. Like they, they will always be in litigation over this. Yeah, but they they now they do control the copyright of Superman. But as long as DC continues to use that character, yeah, they can't, keep making it can't default back to them the same way. As long as Fox keeps making X, <laughs> look at Grimm's face. Well, there was a time <laughs> the when way, the same way if Fox keeps making Spider Man or X Men movies and. Yeah, it's Sony sort of like that. Spider-Man, they will still... There was a time where the family got back Superboy, but uh, now they... La-dee-da. Yeah, the, then, <laughs> but all that, all that meant was that DC couldn't publish Superboy comics. But <laughs> anyway. Was mm. he the snothead with the glasses and the short leather jacket? That uh, yes. Superman. Yeah, that was also Superboy. Okay, great. <laughs> you know, that? Uh, did, you, uh, did you learn that from that uh, video by the Chronicle dude about uh, the death of Superman? No, I actually, I read all those comics at that time. Oh, wow. I bought in oh. like every other clown ass that doesn't yeah. actually read comics. He was so cool. He had, he had, a, <laughs> he had a, uh, an earring in his ear. He did. And a fade. I mean, come he on. He was the, <laughs> the Poochie of the Superman universe. Yeah. 
Did he really go back to his home planet? That would have been great. <laughs> no, he, if only uh, one of them could be like the Terminator. That movie's really big right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the Terminator connection you had brought up? Oh, speaking of Terminator, mm-hmm. uh, I was just trying to think of things re- vaguely like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, way back when uh, there was Nintendo Power, there was a screenshot of a game about, based on the Terminator, and it's called The Terminator. And there's a screenshot, and there's a little, you know, one of those 12 word Nintendo Power previews back in the day. This pack <laughs> looks, looks great. Good. Best game. I, no, I don't remember what those. It's are. just like all all exclamation points. Must have been easy. If you just play retro game challenge and you read the articles and yeah. there, it's like that's how game magazines actually were. Yes, uh, but it was great because you're seven and don't care. Um, but don't then, know what good writing is. Yeah, but then when the, when the actual game came out and I didn't put this together till way later, uh, it's Journey to Silius. Mm. Uh, the Sunsoft Man, the music is super That's good so If there was good. a podcast, I could play that music What? Hmm. Um, but yeah, Sunsoft, uh, Journey to Cilia So I did a game music of the day back at Games Radar So if you mm-hmm. Google games music of the day mm-hmm. Journey to Cilius or whatever I'll do it You'll I'll find it, it. Um, But in that, in that article, I was like, you know what? Get ready to have some actual journalism uh, so I went in the Nintendo Power Archive and found the issue. You put your fedora on and put the press card. Yes, <laughs> game on. Found the issue because I tried to Google and find the verification of that somewhere, and no one like scanned that page or referenced it. So I'm like, I'll go find it. So I finally found the actual issue where it, there it is. It's the Terminator, and that's a screenshot of Journey to Silius. But I'm assuming what happened is either they lost the rights, or mm-hmm. something went sour, or the movie came out and then now it's like three years after Terminator 1 came out like why would we do this <laughs> but it's like one of those tangentially related so yes uh, the music is insane it's amazing uh, all Sunsoft music is incredible there's actually a, a bunch of blogs Sun- out there that talk about why Sunsoft music was so great is there anything you can boil it down oh well to? I'll save it for an episode oh they just use better it's, I, I need to look at it it's been a long time since I've read it it's like it's they use good. Yeah. they use sexual sampling of stuff to make that extra crunchy sound, but like it, I people triangle waves. People with yeah. uh, well, let's go with that. Um, people with a lot more knowledge on that than me. The, but, but the attack but, and reverb are where they need to be. Yeah, but <laughs> but because of that, Journey to Silius, uh, Gremlins Two, Fester's Quest, all sound absolutely incredible. Oh, Batman game, uh, Blaster Master, same Blaster thing. Master. Like they all sound way better than they should. Uh-huh. Um, and and the Batman games, and I think Batman as well. Yeah. Sunsoft also had that man. I. Anybody is free to correct me, please. Uh, Laser Time Corrections, I believe, has its own Twitter at this point. Uh, this, they had, they were making a Superman game too, which became Solar Man because they lost the rights to Superman mm. somewhere. Because they made the Batman game, so they had some affiliation. There is a with Superman DC. NES game, and it's awful. Is it? Yeah. The Terminator games are all terrible too. Uh, for the yeah, NES? T2 is generally yeah. bad. Yeah. T2's music's pretty decent though. I but, like the uh, the arcade Lycan game. It wasn't that bad. In the arcade, the it was menacer. fine. Yeah. You don't like the Menacer version? Uh, bigger, bigger <laughs> fan of Revolution X. Playing Errol Smith in the arcade. Yeah! Oh, yeah. CDs. <laughs> it's fascists that want to stop music. Nah. <laughs> you got the Bill Cosby territory there describing Revolution X. You know, speaking of oh, arcade. Oh, <laughs> speaking of arcade video yeah. games. Uh, you know, we wouldn't have Donkey Kong or Mario if uh, it wasn't for legality oh. changes. Because originally, uh, back oh. in the early 80s... Can hmm? I make one joke real quick? All right. <coughs> All right, here we go. I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay. Guys, did you ever see the prequel to Ghost Dad? I didn't. It's just called Dad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I don't have enough sound. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. No. Let's continue. Right? Anyways. It's about the SoftBank dog? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, there's one. Delayed Henry. All right. So anyway. Uh, in the early 80s, they needed to. They were going to make a new arcade game at Nintendo. And Shigeru Miyamoto was like, oh, I know what we'll do. We'll, we've got the Popeye license. Let's make that Popeye game. And he'll grab spinach and get extra powerful. And he'll climb up girders because he always fights people in you know construction, construction sites. Stuff. And then he'll, he'll save olive oil from Bluto at the top. That'll be the game. And then they turned out like their, the relationship had lapsed with... United King Features, I think it is, who owns Popeye. And so then they're like, well, shit, what are we going to do? Well, let's just make him jump man, and that's a monkey, and it's a different lady. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Like, And then that that was the game. That was Donkey Kong. I Old, did not know that. And, well, when did uh, they eventually get the Popeye game out? Like two years later. Oh, okay. Like two years later, they were also so successful. I think Donkey Kong was probably, uh, you know, huge success probably mm-hmm. helped them get the Popeye license. And that Popeye game wasn't that great. I hear they had to scrap that uh, Popeye RPG with Robin Williams based on the film. <laughs> Fucking love that movie. Just for that, I'm going to open up with the next segment with a movie, uh, music from that movie. It's all your fault. It's I sweet, am what I am, and I am what I am. So somewhere around uh, in like Christopher, Illinois, or uh, Pinkneyville, somewhere around there, there's a Bluto statue in Times in the town square because uh, I guess the creator lived there, was born there, or something, but. Yeah, Bluto a, and not Popeye? I think there's a yeah. I think there's a Popeye museum or something like that, mm, that I've never bothered to go to. I think. God, I hate, this to, hate this to be a tease, but <laughs> how about we take a break and we'll talk more about Pluto? Um, uh, do we have? To? Yeah, I'm Why afraid does it sound so. Like there's a party in your apartment, yeah, I know. and everyone's invited. Yeah. Yeah. Four of you. This guy. Uh, be back in a minute. I'm Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Wax, man. What was that? What was that? Darkwing Duck is on the attack. Got a warning for criminal cartoons. This is it, bang, boom, you're doomed. Darkwing Duck is chilling in town. He don't want criminals hanging around. If there's something you're gonna take, take my advice. Play it safe. Thank you for listening to the show, everybody. Uh, is this a weird one? I honestly can't remember. Um, but yeah, I wanted to thank everybody for listening to the show, for donating, which you can do at lasertimepodcast.com. Just clicking on that PayPal button. It's PayPal, so you can be rest assured your money is safe and we'll get where it needs to go. Anything you can spare just helps us buy new equipment, which, you know, again, I'm going to keep teasing this pledge drive that's probably going to have to happen sooner or later with this rinky-dink equipment. But yeah, if that's not enough for you, we have t-shirts on sale at Laser Time. Isn't that nice? How about that? And then if you don't want to spend anything, we have Amazon links on the right-hand sidebar that are but humble suggestions that you can click on and enter into Amazon, buy whatever you want, usually at the cheapest possible price, and it kicks back a tiny, tiny couple of pennies back to us. But if enough of you do it, we can help keep the show on the air, which, you know, is not free for us to keep the show on the air. But the show is free, and we want to keep it that way. So just, yeah. All you got to do is do your Amazon shopping through your pals at Laser Time. And every week we do an article counting down the best deals and new releases of the week. And we give away 20 bucks for people who just engage us in conversation in the comments. So, yes, please, come on. Some of you out there, tell them. Tell them that you want. Speaking of telling people, I want you to go to iTunes and hit five stars and review us and tell a friend. And I want that the same to go for our sister show, Cape Crisis, the comic book show, which did go up this week despite a major, major audio snafu. Although I like... I do appreciate the compliments people are giving us with how we dealt 
with that audio snafu. I appreciate that. But Video Game Apocalypse went up on Skate. That went up on Skate, um, as it does every Tuesday, Wednesday-ish. I don't know, everything's running a little late over here. And we also have Cheap Podcast and a new VG Empire this week. Can't wait for that, because I think I was on it. And it concerns a certain Nintendo franchise I'm very happy about. Anyway, thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. Goodbye. Picking up? I hope so. Now you can play the fucking cynical executive. Mm. More smack. So, eating during his meeting. So I never dove stuff. Pick up the kids. Tell me. <laughs> uh, did you see the thing I twatted the other day of uh, fucking. We saw Disney's Blam. That's that's hysterical. The Tom and Jerry thing? The Tom and Jerry thing. And I looked on the. Well, just that I looked on the back, and those are all like 1940s cartoons. But has Jerry cutting up the street on a skateboard on the Golden Gate Bridge, mm-hmm. tethering a rollerbladed but helmeted Tom? <laughs> well, so they're gonna they're gonna be pretty confused when they see them smash each other in the face of frying pan. Yeah, or like well, World War II air raid. helmets. I was gonna say the air raid helmets and uh, like yeah. the so, like. Why don't any of these people have TVs? So Mammy has been very cut out of those things. Yeah. Though. Oh, um, Thomas. Tangential Tom and Jerry story. Please. Uh, I was talking to Sweary65, the guy that designed uh, Deadly Premonition. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. And you guys ever play that game? Has anyone here play? I have. Okay. You know how he just talks about pop culture all yes. the time when you drive around? Like, mm-hmm. he'll just talk about random stuff? I asked about that because I was interested to see if the things he talks about, they're very America-centric. Like, he's Twin talking Peaks about, and... like, yeah, Twin Peaks, like, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and, like, all these things. He just talks about it. And apparently that was how he wrote it. So it went over like a lead balloon in Japan because nobody knows who any of those <laughs> things are. And he was just like, yeah, nobody knows who Tom and Jerry was. But, you know, I guess Americans know who Tom and That's Jerry is. That's not true. I bought a bunch of Tom and Jerry Japan stuff. I really did. Well, you're you. I, I mean. did. I know he hawks refrigerators over there on that continent somewhere. Um, yeah, Tom and Jerry still are refrigerators. Well, Popeye is pretty big there, too. They like Popeye. Good. I Segway. saw uh, there was a Famicom game called Popeye Teaches English, which is... <laughs> Who would teach? Who would ever? So what is the romaji for? Uh, g- 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 yeah. You know, in the comics, <laughs> I was just reading the new and old uh, Popeye comics. Great, they're really great, and they're made to reflect the Popeye of the comic strips, not the Popeye of the. There's a, there's a big division in the Popeye uh, community. Well, I can't wait to see which side I'm on. The lovers of the, <laughs> of the cartoons, where it's basically uh, the same plot every time. Where, yeah. Uh, and then the lovers of the comic, where he's... <laughs> and then in the comics, he's more of just an idiot, uh, an, an indestructible idiot. Who but uh, punches just punches people all the time. He doesn't need spinach to be strong. He's just strong. He's, he's a, a drunk dude. sailor. So he's a yeah. dude, bro. Yeah, exactly. And he and he lost his eye in a bar fight a long time ago. A peacock and dude. <laughs> and uh, is, that, is that the cannon? To where is it? Nah, but that's. I think that's implied. That was implied mm-hmm. in E.C. Seagars. Uh, Sager? Well, yeah. Sager. H.R. Geiger. Bob Seger. Bob Seger. Seger Rose. Welcome to the next level. Also, what was it that I love that story? Greg, uh, your coworker Greg, told me about one of his first experience, like an early experience when he lived in Japan. Of like, uh, he said, I think he said it was a barber. Somebody there told him like he'd always wanted hamburgers. He'd, he'd always wanted to try 
hamburgers when he was a kid because he saw Wimpy eating these magical things called hamburgers. Yes. What were they? There was a restaurant I grew up called Sweet Peas. Really? Yep. I'm suing. I yep, lo- that was used all unregistered. All the venues had pictures of him on it. It was great. When I was a kid, I loved the Fleischer Popeyes. Yes. And then the Paramount Popeyes are good, but they're not great. That's weird. It's the only Popeye cartoon I ever remember. Because mm-hmm. I never watched them. Really? Uh, no. But, like, I got my... This is a perfect grandmother gift. <laughs> I got... Oh, with public domain DVD? A, no, <laughs> VHS, DVD, please. please. Uh, it was a VHS that came with Jiffy Pop, ah. which was popcorn. <laughs> right. And... It was like a, it wasn't a microwave popcorn. It was a popcorn uh, you put on a stove. Popcorn. Those are sweet. I did that when and I was twenty-one so, the first time. Failed miserably. So it was a VHS that had a Popeye cartoon, an old Woody Woodpecker cartoon, and two other things. But Woody Woodpecker is the one that stuck with me. And I'm like, I like this he's, asshole. He's great. Like when, <laughs> so, Woody Woodpecker, I was super into for like three or four years. When they when they show like Itchy and Scratchy, for lack of a better reference, but like when they show a parody of a cartoon character that's super violent for no reason. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker is fucking hate mean. About it. Woody he Woodpecker's so a mean. dick. He's like, awesome. If you want to think about like Bugs Bunny is kind of a jerk, but he at least Bugs has, Bunny's like, usually a provoked. Yeah, Woody Woodpecker him. doesn't need a provocation. Just I've seen just numerous cartoons where he shoots holes through people just yeah. for like walking into the wrong spot. He and walked in this room, slap. <laughs> pulls out fucking... pulls out a gun, fire hole in their body. Woody Woodpecker. Oh, that poor dog. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Andy Panda. I remember feeling so bad for this dog that he shaved his head in that one. Like, Woody Woodpecker <laughs> just shaved his head. I was like, that's so mean. What about other, other characters use mallets, but he would just peck their faces. Yeah. <laughs> and the sound was like two wood blocks striking each other, and you're just like, yeah. that sounds really painful. Did you, uh, well, do you remember what the Popeye cartoon was on that VHS? I, I probably. Al- Aladdin? I'm gonna, Alibaba in the 70s? I'm going to guess uh, Bluto kidnapped Olive Oil and then he punched it him. It wasn't a lot like that. It's still Paramount. Uh, well, yeah, the Paramount ones weren't as good. They, that's where he... They were good, but I I don't know. It got a little more Disney-rific there. And that's where they gave him Popeye, Pip-Eye, and Poop-Eye. Yeah, but that was way later. And The good Popeye cartoons are the ones where he doesn't open his mouth to speak a lot. Yeah, or when, his eye. When, like, he, yes. Neither eye is colored in. Yes, so. okay. No, that that's true, but the... The thing that was caught up in legality for years mm-hmm. was Bluto. That's right. Uh, Bluto, I grew up knowing him in the 80s. And I feel like we're losing everybody. <laughs> and knowing him as Brutus. I was going to whip out a glass. I found a glass yeah. at a thrift store that's like, here he is, and his name is Brutus. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Working with the sea hag. They made, they made Bluto. Bluto is a creation who was in one... Like one comic, one thimble. Then they comic. made the Fleischer Paramount car- uh, cartoons, and they're like, "We like this Bluto character. We're going to make him a full fledged star." So they virtually defined who he was and what he did. Mm-hmm. And eventually, United King, like, "Yeah, Bluto's our character." And like, you never did shit with Bluto. No one knows who he is. He didn't have a personality until we made him one. Like, sorry, he was in one comic strip, so he's ours. And I think they eventually won out a lawsuit. They yeah. were like, "No, people, the world knows who Bluto is because of the cartoons. You can't." claim ownership and make them call him Brutus anymore. So then the Brutus was, they made him Brutus and the stuff and... They, uh, I think they just changed like a line of dialogue. And, because well, they, they, they ver- drew him differently. They drew him as a fat jerk instead of a burly jerk. There is a difference. He was fat instead of burly. And Come both, on, guys! Both Brett and Grimm. Uh, you don't remember? Star Fox uh, nope. was Lilad Wars. You know, America <laughs> has 50 words for fat. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the... Uh, in that previously mentioned Popeye arcade game, they had the, they used Brutus and the Sea Witch. It was not not Bluto in that game. Mm-hmm. Mm. In Fun the, fact, in the, in the NES game, 
Well, yeah, the I, I mean, I could, game, which was based I, on yeah, arcade. arcade yeah. I could be, it could be the other way around, but it was like... No, I think it was Brutus. If Sea Hag's in it, then it's Brutus. Mm. Who's Sea Hag? She's the one that throws bottles at you. Oh, screen. okay. Dude, I, I do think that will be... That game's not great. It's nope. not great, but it, it will be the arcade machine I buy. I love the art. I'm going to it's, buy that arcade machine and swap in a Donkey Kong board because it runs on the same system. Right. It's not a terrible game, but it's... Yeah. It's yeah. weird now thinking about that being a game you would buy for full price and take home and then play through. $40. And you're like, and you're like but I, it's been 13 minutes and I finished it. <laughs> Did you get to the third level? Yeah, yes. and I was done. Forever. That pirate ship was pretty cool, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do like the pop. What arcade machine would you buy if you could buy one arcade machine? I really want to buy Galaga. Just Galaga? Yeah. Yeah? It's super fun. I never don't feel like No, it's Galaga. it's in a bar. It's in like my old bar in my old hometown, mm-hmm. and it's never left, and everybody still plays it I every still, night. I well, as, as we know from uh, friends that own arcade machines, mm-hmm. they're usually a, big, a pain in the ass after three, they, well, they three are. months. So I would want not a stand-up, but a cocktail of Miss Pac-Man. Well, my buddy, um, Spiculis, who you might have met, um, uh-huh. he's been on the show. Yep. Or he was on Talk Radio. Uh, he, uh, he, That's his nickname. He grew up working in his dad's TV store, so he can weld, he can solder, he can fix electronics. So he can just magically repair and refurbish an arcade machine from any era and has fixed up a bunch of candy cabs. And I think hmm. he, had, he had fixed up Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection. Because that's based on more modern tech and can kind of throw anything in there, ah. and it's a beautiful machine. And now he's—I think he's like just taking that to fix up old pinball machines. So if I'm—I don't know what age you arrive at. Where like I walk in, I think I want to build a model ship. Like I—I <laughs> I, I know my dad had that. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel that. I want a tactile hobby where I. Uh, I you, wish my dad wanted to do that. He just uh, gambling. Just gambling. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of tactile. Want him tearing up that ticket and banging his head on the right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he didn't want to build anything. He'd rather just gamble. Lots of different gambling, but the... what what's his favorite kind of gambling? Jeez, I don't know. Yeah, he's really into online poker these days. Jesus. What's to... a, what's a good classic Father Gilbert gamble? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, he would just like if you won twenty. Oh, we would go. <laughs> I, so there's a scene in the in the first episode of The Simpsons. I think I've even told this before, but in the Christmas roll one, room. no, where they go to the dog track with father and son, right? And there's the joke of like, uh, you know, but can I open my presents now, Dad? Not until the seventh race. Yeah, like, yeah. That really was like uh, not on Christmas Eve, but like we would go as a family to the dog track. Oh my god! And like he would. He would like we would bet like me and my brother would bet, but they, our mom would just do the bets for us. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then if I even won like twenty bucks, my dad would just go like, "That's nothing. Why even bother? <laughs> you bet for oh, first, and if you name. only win a two hundred bucks, then it's something." Just to diminish your mom's accomplishments even oh, further. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's not get into let's let's, bad, not dig, let's not dig too deep. <laughs> yeah, he would though. He wouldn't. He also wouldn't bet on the greyhounds. Those were those were nothing a, compared to the ponies. But there weren't horses at this track. It was only a greyhound track. So you bet on satellite view. Uh, like okay, that's what I was wondering. Live satellite. Of, live, of, of, of a dog of, race happening in no, some no, other country? No, of a horse race. But where does yeah. it happen? It's like a live Wherever it Imagine, Chris, a, imagine a live stream of horse racing. I know. <laughs> and you bet on it. But why? You could technically race fucking anything. And this, they're picking up a live feed of Go a boring as song. <laughs> Horses. <laughs> Horses are more exciting than other things. Uh, here's a little depressing side note. Right. Uh, 
So what do you guys think the name of the number one uh, betting institution is in Ireland? Because it's there's a it's a chain. Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. Close. Uh, uh, pot uh, of gold. It's a uh, Irie Shamrock. Uh, Delilah. Patty Power <laughs> is wow. the name of the betting agency. But that's like a racist thing to call Irish people, isn't well, it? Patties, isn't that? No, fun? I don't know. Patrick and Patty You're and Seamus. Irish people have Weren't those you names. Were you showing us where your mom was from in Ireland on the Wii U Street View? This brought to you by... Uh, uh, and Saint Patrick's and it was St. Patrick'sville. It's Patrick's Hill, but yeah, oh, it's Saint, called oh. St. Patrick's Hill. <laughs> I thought I really thought you said St. Patrickville. I had a no, whole St. Patrickville. <laughs> That's the Zynga version. Yes. Oh, <laughs> also to bring us back to video games, just Please. a little, uh, a little so, premature, Henry, but I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, there were several trips. My dad uh, didn't want to drive anywhere for uh, family trips, so we'd always go on cruises, which were fun. Uh, but then uh, drive to the cruise ship. Yeah. Well, you would have to. Uh, drive down to Miami, and then, okay. uh, but anyway, that's not the point. Point is, you get on the cruise ship, and they would then stop in you know these horribly destitute towns made to suck with money one off beacon of white of people that you can go tourists. into. Yeah, and so we went into uh, like he, but my dad really wanted to gamble more. He could gamble all he wanted on the ship. They wanted to try some different gambling on the, on the I think so. He brought us into one of these places, and they were playing like a fucking. Uh, a Sega made horse racing game in there. People were betting on wow. like because wow. it was just random horse racing results. Wow. So people were betting on. We, when we went to Pax Prime, there was that uh, that horse racing game in the GameWorks. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was just laughing my ass off at the horse names because they're all like Tritontron and <laughs> Daddy's Little Angel. Like they're really like. Yeah. Oh, they're I so went to cool. one of the arcades in Japan, and one of the whole levels was just betting games. Like yeah. there was regular arcade stuff in there, but there was the one level that was like money pushing games like you would get in like the old arcades but it's actually money for real and there was yeah. this huge Ugh. horse racing game like the final furlong ones or whatever where it's like 25 seats in front yeah, of this yeah, huge screen huge where the horse seats. races go through and each guy like there's one button that you can use to flog your horse a little bit but it's all about training it and like breeding a winner for money for money yeah and then there's like there's a cigarette holder and like a scotch <laughs> cup no joke to like hold your like liquor and smoke classy in. joint well, when, I, when I was in oh, Japan, too, man, staying, I almost wish like if I, if I ever fall that far, that's where I want to fall. <laughs> like, right next to the UFO catcher, I want to just direct direct my plinko descent down to like right there. <laughs> when staying in Shinjuku, like I just walked around the first day by myself, just early, it was, and it was like nine a.m. and there were at least a dozen people lined up in front of just one one of the many pachinko parlors, like waiting, like. On, open this place up already. I gotta Don't. drop the balls. I gotta drop At my least Pachinko's balls. Ran. I think there's a certain kind of degenerate who would go to a fucking video game run by the proprietors of the place meant to take your money <laughs> and expect to come out a WinRAR. What disconnect is there in your brain... I just, I just don't That's understand. any casino, though. Yeah, I, no, remember but like, what Robert De Niro said no, about casinos. But like your, blackjack and poker, at least there's like a sense of like, I can see this. It's t- Maybe they could cheat, but they're not supposed to. But a game programmed to take as much possible from you at all times. Mm-hmm. Where, but then where most like, people play video poker or like slots oh, and stuff. Well, video and, poker I have played and it, like you, they legally have to let you win a little bit so you can right. sit there at the bar and drink for free. Sure. But never really win any money. Right. But I don't, I don't get it. I don't have that. I mean, gambler. see, that's how I see gambling on a whole. I realize that you know the card games have a little more skill. But betting, betting whatever, on sports but... or something like that, I understand that because there is like an outcome where you can either root for or you can't really control. You can control every aspect of a horse racing video game and video poker. Oh, and because you asked, 
Sunset Riders would be the arcade cabinet I would like. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> is that four player? With the yeah, you can have the two player, but you got to get the four. Yeah, player. yeah, you got to get the four. Player. Do we have any other examples of legality changing something? <laughs> changing well, something. I, I did well, see the other day. It was a really funny picture. Uh, I thought. It, I remember. <laughs> I always wanted Beavis and Butthead merchandise when I was younger. But their shirts always said Skull and Death Rock That's right. instead of Metallica. And somebody had just made a new version where one was like slightly black and then one was wearing new clothes and their shirts just said YOLO and Dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It really made me laugh. Uh, I forgot yeah, about that. That reminds me rather of Green Jelly and Green Jello. Green Jelly and Green Jello. That mm. song was fucking terrible and I the love that video. Little Pig song? Uh, I just, I don't think, man, I, music videos. Music videos. Yes. I remember that. That's I remember, but that but that was notable more for being a music video. If you heard that song on the radio, you'd probably say I'll pass. Mm-hmm. But it was the claymation, horrible claymation where Rambo came out. Think about hearing that song, and then Rambo came out and yeah, killed. Yeah. Oh. There, there was that uh, station, the Cube, that was the pay per view like uh, video. Yes, music two dollars a music video. two dollars a music video, and the only thing they showed were terrible, awful gimmick music videos mm-hmm. that had. Goofy or fun music videos and the worst music you could ever imagine. Like En Vogue and Tools Prison Sex. Yes. Like just because I wanted There, I uh, there was a song I never heard by anyone that was called Snoop Froggy Frog, and it was a yes. parody song by no one I've ever heard of or Snoop ever Froggy known, Frog. and that was played constantly. Was on it because the, uh, because of Afro the box? Man's, I'm sorry, it was called it was the, the box. box. Yeah, that was what it was called. And you didn't need cable to get it. You could pick it up over the air, mm. I believe. I don't know I how. I had cable. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it was just when I had some Just friend. give us your credit card information. <laughs> Mom, can I borrow the credit card? No, no. Man, there is. <laughs> gonna use it to buy Deep Space Nine. YouTube's letting you down here. YouTube is letting me down and Snoop Froggy Frog. It's um, letting you down, man. This predates the internet by years. I know, but you still figured that video would exist somewhere, especially if a bunch of people paid two dollars a piece to line up over the air. Man, I wonder. I, oh, I want to interview somebody who worked there. Like, how many requests did you get in a day? How much money did you take without airing the requests? Yeah. <laughs> How does that work? How many videos can you possibly air in a day? Let's say they're all two minutes. Right. Somebody do the... Oh, no. We can't ask Elson. We already talked about that. Nope. He's going to count the points. Nope. I'm a good <laughs> math person. All right. Uh, let's go three minutes, though. All right. So 30 videos an hour. Yes. All right. 24 hours a day. Okay, that's a lot of videos. 600 and... 600 still more, <laughs> no, still more music videos than MTV played at its height in a day. Right. Seven hundred twenty at two ninety nine each. That's three. This is. That's Snoop Froggy uh, Frog, Kermit the Frog, doing gin and juice. <laughs> stop! Please stop! Please! I'm tapping out. <laughs> oh. You know there was a time. Wow, that's. I remember MTV. The fact two. that someone would commit that much time with. To- the- the worst like, Kermit in first like, like I could see building up for weeks practicing writing lyrics getting all the videos and the moment I go ah fr- I can't do it no. like the moment my voice comes out to the actual beach like Snoopy Fr- no sorry I miss when MTV2 had just started and they only played music video that was awesome where you could see cool yeah. it was like old MTV and then and uh, well, it started with they started having regular shows, but it started with Wonder Shows, which is like the yeah. best show to start yeah, with. Yeah, that was weird. See, my like MTV heyday for me was like, I mean, obviously, well, I didn't have any cable in the eighties. So. State liquid television, Beavis Butthead. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely yeah. like watching for shows stuff, but it was mm-hmm. like that the nineties, like mid, early mid to not quite late, but you know, I'd say like ninety two to ninety seven, mm-hmm. even ninety eight, like midnight to five a.m. 
because I'm up all summer. I've got no school, no work. My sleep schedule is the exact opposite of a normal human being. I will get up at 5 p.m. and sleep and be up all night and go to bed at 10 a.m. or whatever. And uh, and it would be like just watching videos all night and just have it on in the background while I build the Doom levels on Wadded or I something. Only... And they would totally change what they showed at yeah. night, too. They would show yeah. actual other stuff as opposed to what was on TRL. Total Request Live for all you youngins out there. I think this is even pre-TRL. Oh, yeah. yeah, that TRL I still define as new MTV. <laughs> Do you remember VH1 had something, I think it was called Insomniac Theater, which when they played all their actual music videos. It sounds familiar. Yeah. And it was at like 4 in the morning, and it was totally insulting. Like, they just show like this guy, like, alcoholic, or like, can't sleep, and like, you have <laughs> I nothing. Remember that. I remember yeah, The whole, yeah, whole promo yeah, is yeah. like, you have nothing better to do, you don't want to be doing this. I here's, do. Here's, here's uh, Las Vegas by Cheryl Crow. <laughs> well, I also do you guys remember during spring break watching MTV Spring Break? Yeah, and, oh, man, I watch it every day. I do, I, but I also I, I did have that benefit it was of like, almost porn. Somehow. It was almost porn, but we we also it was had like a luxury. the grind. That show too was yeah. almost porn. I'm, I'm sure I'm probably in a couple of shots. I remember an unforgettable one it was Spring Break uh, Springer Springer Break. It was called one of the Jerry, oh, Jerry Springer, episodes, yeah, yeah. where it like ended with. Everybody wearing whipped cream bikinis, and basically everyone was nude on it. That was, uh, that was as a fourteen-year-old yeah. man. That was the best show on TV. Yeah. Well, there was that stage sketch where they came out for spring break. Like we're going to class this up. You guys are all getting out there, getting stoned on booze. Sorry, I love that line. They did say it. <laughs> getting stoned on booze. We're going to class this up with a performance of Shakespeare's Hamlet, and they come out and dudes wearing tights, and you can see his dick. <laughs> and then it just escalates, and they have eleven members to escalate the dick joke into like, okay, now the dick's down to the knee. Now the dick is down to the ankle. Now the dick is wrapped around the leg. That guy has two dicks. <laughs> and then the, uh, escalates to where the boner is pointing out like four feet from the right hip. Carrie, Carrie Kinney comes out has a huge dick <laughs> ow hey there's the drop <laughs> what an episode of Chris didn't drop some I'm losing my newfangled the only thing I can think of offhand is you get your legality issue uh... <laughs> wow it's all the way over here indeed legality yes Yes. Uh, how about uh, that Beastie Boys album, Paul's Boutique? How about that? Oh well, just that it could like it still is allowed to exist. But yes, but it what? was the very last album where you didn't have to clear samples, mm-hmm. so they were allowed to sample oh. whatever they or wanted they, for free. Yeah, they or not. They like I think they cleared they legally cleared the samples, but mm. then after it came out, the rules changed. Like right. to make that thing with the samples, if they if they were even allowed to do everything they sampled again. It would be millions of dollars just for the samples, right. which is nuts. Well, okay, that the legal clearing the legal rights for things has has made a ton of things unavailable on DVD. Yes, yeah. space has been unavailable or for years. Change the state sketch, like at, like I've done some crazy shit with audio, mm-hmm. but the way they had to try well, all of states video the states sketches, it's sketch comedy show on MTV. Uh, <laughs> That's right. They had MTV music <laughs> at the time, and like in like they even called it. It was like music based comedy because like it was edited in time to the music so when they take out the song that had a spin doctor's song there and there's something else it doesn't uh-huh. work and then they do the live sketch uh barry and levon 240 dollars yeah them. and they had to like remove every bit of that song so you actually hear them talk and it's 
there's a different song there, and their voices are totally different. They painstakingly went and tried to remove that Marvin Gaye song, and it ruins everything. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate. Well, I had all those shows that end there, like, the, well. WKRP in Cincinnati. No, no, I was going to say Viva Variety. Yeah, Viva like, yeah. Variety, definitely. Those, God, those, that show is so funny. <laughs> but those always ended with a sketch or uh, a live performance. Mm-hmm. Same same with the state. I the only one I can remember from the state right now is uh, We Were Only Freshmen. I remember seeing Jeez. the dude sing that on the show. But, but the, yeah. the the guy, you should try wearing pants. And that's like the whole yeah, song the is edited to Cannonball. Uh-huh. <laughs> breeders? Yes, the Breeders Cannonball. Man, the I love That was pants. directed by Spike Jones. that video. Was one of his it? earliest ones. Yeah, it's on the Spike Jones collection. What is the chorus? Is a I don't know. It's just mumbly '90s rock. Who cares? <laughs> and then Cannonball. <laughs> Probably, if you play it backwards, it's an advertisement for Luscious Jackson. Uh, <laughs> uh, why don't they make music good? <laughs> why do they make music as good these days, huh, guys? No, no. I'm never gonna get, go off. Uh, on yeah, that's, that's, on that's that actually tangent. incorrect. Uh, but I know, like, did <laughs> why you... doesn't it sound like I was when I was a kid? Well, <laughs> okay. Well, Muppet Family Christmas can't ever be on nope. DVD again. Yeah. Muppet and Babies. And then uh, the Married with Children cannot play the Frank Sinatra song uh, on yeah. DVDs. No. It's a completely <laughs> different song. I can click up YouTube. I'm accepting I, that. <laughs> what I what I do hate is um, the legality involved in the Batman Adam West Burt Ward Batman show because mm. it's not just it's not tied up in music at all. It's mostly tied up. In. Fox Fox owns the show. Fox DC o- Warner owns Batman. And then in the show, every episode, they crawl up a building and oh, do a yeah. joke with someone who was on whatever ABC. network they Man. So it's Hogan's Heroes and that's the Adam's one I saw. Family I watched one episode and of Green that. Lantern, and so like they Green Lantern. They're not Green, sorry, Green Hornet. Green Hornet. Green Hornet. Hornet. Come on! I bet. Oh, the Seth Rogen movie. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the Michelle Gondry hit <laughs> action film hit. Man, I, that's the I watched one episode of the uh, Adam West Batman mm-hmm. like a year ago, and that was the episode where he was walking out the building, and <laughs> Colonel Clink comes out of the side of the building, and he's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, this is everything I ever wanted. <laughs> well, now you watch the Green Hornet episode, and you get to see Bruce Lee mm-hmm. K- uh, fight uh, fight Burt Ward, Kato. Yeah, Kato. That yeah. it was the some it was story the Kato that... show in in Hong Kong. <laughs> That's true. And what is Wreck-It Ralph called in Japan? Uh, oh, it's called Sugar Rush. It's and the co- Sugar yeah, on the on the on the posters, it's the Sugar Rush uh, Mario Kart thing is the image on the cover. And then up in the in the right hand corner, you know, it's one of the things where it looks like the uh, posters being uh, pulled down. Mm-hmm. And up in the right hand corner, like oh, here's a Pac Man ghost in in Zangief, but it's really about Sugar Rush, the, the racing game. I thought it was uh, I thought it was called American Nostalgia Monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's also Sugar... we have co opted your video. <laughs> games for our use well it's so pushed to sugar rush there that like akb40 the the huge pop group in japan into does, him they sing the song they sing the song sugar rush they sing the sugar rush theme which i think we all want to hear don't say you love me right now right what's po- who? pokemon theme song uh, oh, okay. pokemon the movie are you trying to close this out m2m I think you'll make a lot of people happy by playing that song. All right. Well, how, are we ready to close out? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yes, like, let's do it. What? <laughs> M2M? What's M2M? Uh, it's it's like A2M, but different. How do I, <laughs> I typed it in, and I only got that production company with a cat coming out of it. M2M Pokemon, oh, and you'll I find it. Well, speaking of anime, real quick, yeah, I think there's the same problem with anime, where like all these American companies you know, license the anime that I watched in the 90s, and... Their licenses ran out, and so like mm-hmm. all the work, all the localization work they did on it, d- 
disappears. It's almost like that game Tatsunoko versus Capcom was a huge ordeal to get done. Yeah, yes. I know. Oh, my <laughs> God. Man, that must have been really tough for those you people, see. but they did it anyway. And I appreciate that they did it. And if you see it anywhere now, used or otherwise, pick it the fuck up. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a good game. Yeah, it's, it is good. Yeah, I bought it's it, cool. too. It's very I pretty. also bought... Uh, oh, that's another series, that uh, Sakura Wars... Or no, no, wait. No, I'm thinking of Super Robot Tyson. Super Robot Tyson ah, never came here. Oh, right. Because the whole appeal of it in Japan is that you can have Gundams fight Evangelions that what? fight other robots. Really? And, Waku. Yeah, uh, yeah Waku. <laughs> you mean Zaku? Zaku, that's Gundam. what I meant. God damn it. Right, what? What's Zaku? It's Zaku, a, it's a robot. What's the enemy robot? Robot, yeah. From, <laughs> good, good. From, Gun, from Gundam. That was the perfect American translation. Uh, I used to... I Seriously, I was... 2000 2003 had every single Gundam figure that was released in Gundam the US. Wing was like, that your I, show? Gundam what Wing. What happened to them? I sold them all. Really? Yeah, eBay was a great time. <laughs> yeah, you can't like legally hear the those English translations of those voices and That is weird. And now like so few anime gets uh licensed here because it's fucking pointless. You can't mm. it the second it airs in Japan some some nerd is already some trans- cool guy, some, some dedicated cool guy. <laughs> some as dedicated cool guys translated. That's my favorite the, Guilty Gear character. <laughs> <laughs> they've translated and streamed the whole thing. Like you can't do, you can't have new shows, so no one will pay for it there. And that also explains why anime pretty much sucks now because. They don't make it with the idea of international appeal anymore. I thought they did. I saw that Hulu was was doing like next day airings. With rare shows, Naruto does that. And shows like Tiger and Bunny, I really want to watch Tiger and Bunny because mm-hmm. that seems to be made not just Which is for... also covered with ads all over their suits. So. And it's fucking hilarious. It's, well, it's a joke that they're right. doing that, but like, they like also Talladega are Nights. making money over just it. Just like too. Arrested Development. Talladega yes. Nights. <laughs> no, Talladega Nights, they didn't make money. Are you, you, s- you listen to the Adam McKay on Adam McKay no. in an interview on WTF. Did you listen like, to the commentary? Sorry, on, <laughs> on the WTF commentary, he, uh, he talks about... I was like, yeah, we asked for permission to have all these things there, but nobody paid us, and then everybody thought we were selling out. But no, it, it was... I, when I first saw that movie, I thought it was super irritating. that They were, <laughs> there were ads everywhere. You wanted to just make a point about how... how how intrusive it is in your entire life in America. I'm all jacked up a Mountain Dew. I'll kick your ass. Well, yeah, the, the whole dinner table where yes. so they're having KFC, Taco Bell, Mountain Dew. All from the Yum brand. Yeah. Yum brand. That's and he was the Wonder Bread car. And, and uh, what? That's who owns KFC and Taco Bell. Well, Pepsi, Pepsi Cola. Yum, Yum brand. Yum brand. Although Pepsi they're all in cahoots owns. with PepsiCo <laughs> and Big Tobacco. And <laughs> the <laughs> Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, man, they just want to make nice chicken. Why you got to give them? A- you mean the animal yeah, that like- legally had to be designated like Animal Fifty Four or whatever it is? <laughs> it's, like, it's a chicken with two breasts and no eyes. <laughs> Zoological, well, or the or like the grade F meat they put into Taco Taco Bell food. Everybody like- says that. Eh, I'm pretty sure all that meat comes from the same beef baron that everywhere else gets. Maybe so. Uh, but how my do you favorite think this- thing is when I'll be like, "Oh, we need something fast, really quick to eat," and I'll be like, oh, "Let's just go to Taco Bell." It's and the number of people who are like. Oh man, you are braver than I. Good luck on your stomach. And I'm like, the same horrible ingredients are the same people provide all the same ingredients. This is a situation fuckers. where I get tired of yelling, talking with Elston about this because he's just louder about it and vehemently defends it. But you're totally wrong. It hurts so much to it's, you, it, you baby. It, it hurts. Bell, it hurts to I eat have, there. Yeah, I, I, I've, I I've never. I'm with Brett on this one. I never got like, that. But it's like it's this like this. The pool of ingredients that we have at these fast food chains is literally this big. Yeah. Like, yeah. it comes from the same people, and you're like, it's so much worse. 
That's when Brett said it's shit this big, it was, it was the size of two hands. Yes, it's literally that, was, that, that big, the, Henry. That was the tumor on the cow that was ground up and put in your food. <laughs> but I'm saying that to the I'm saying that to the audience, just so they know. I know, I know. It's literally the size of my palms, Henry. I see. I completely disagree. I go there like, yeah, I'll try that. They had some stupid commercial because I have to try any kind of. I call them food we innovations. We had the double down. Yeah, I have to try the double Saturday down. I have a double down. And everyone, every stupid innovation, invention they have there, wow. I have to go eat. Have you tried the chicken and waffles lays or the sriracha lays or the... Uh, uh, yes. Good. Okay. <laughs> Fucking terrible. I did not try the chicken and waffle ones because guess what? Hipsters are buying... Yeah, so sold, yeah, sold out everywhere. Chicken so and waffle lay. Oh, man, I want that. That'll be... Uh, but I had the fucking garlic bread and sriracha... What is sriracha? You don't know... What? What is sriracha? It's really good. It's a chili garlic sauce. The paste is better, but it's really good. <laughs> Ooh, la di da. Okay, let me just Captain give a quick aside. Uh, it's made by Hui Fong Foods, which is based uh, out That's of not racist. too far away in California here. And that company has no advertising budget whatsoever, and that stuff is sells itself. It's that good. I, like Casa de Sanchez? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. This has been some episode. Yes. What other hyper California oh. things can we talk about? High surfing, high feet, in out. crumping, ghost riding the whip. Uh, People love their in and out uh, here, boy. He- hella, you. everything's hella, hella expensive. Is that a California expression? Yes. Hell uh, yeah. It's Northern California. Oh, I don't know. Come on, dog. I've heard it. I've heard him. Hyphy is that, like is that that's, almost that's, done though? That's that's done. That's it's been done. done for a number I know. of years. I well, I didn't hear. I never heard of it until I walked. Well, you've got through Keep the, the East. Sneak, and then you've got a bunch of Bay. Area. It was mostly based out of the East Bay. Those rappers mm-hmm. are Hyphy rappers. Mm-hmm. Look into it. A burgeoning movement that never got the national push it needed, guys. I remember Bay someone, area. My friend and I came from Florida, and she's like, "Oh, you guys haven't heard of Hyphy?" And we started laughing at her about the word until she cried. And, <laughs> and, and, and I, uh, nice. I, an adult. <laughs> so we started making fun of the word hyphy, and that's the most I've ever learned about it, making my friend as a It's a uh, Clippy's hyphen friend ah, that helps you yeah. teach how to use yeah. punctuation. Digital undergrounds from here. That's true. So is Smash Mouth. Are they? I think so, right? No. I think so. Yes, no. They're from, I, nope. They're from Sacktown. Okay, I'll buy that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know this at all. <laughs> okay, you're just well, you're impossible. Sac- impo- okay, yeah. Sacramento. If sure. You guys don't know people from California. Look down upon Sacramento. It's a uh, horrible cow town that is the capital of the state. It's filled with nothing of interest and is populated by nobody but government droves. Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger used to live there. I uh, bet he was never there, right? He can't he ever. Was, have to no, be there. he was. He, he lived in there. Southern California. Yeah, yeah. And he went up there from California. Yep, that's how he said it. And that's how they made fun Remember? of him in the newspapers for four uh, years. Six they years. Also spell his name with an H. Arnold. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, Gray Davis. Remember him? Guys? I do. He almost got recalled. <laughs> yeah, he got recalled. Oh wait, yeah. He, Leland <laughs> Yee. Uh-huh. Man, this is getting real good now. I'm going to put a stop to this. Green Day came from... Uh, All right. Gavin Newsom, everybody. Right, you guys ever heard of uh, be Dead good. Kennedys? Yeah. Yeah. Viva Las Vegas. Right. It's pretty Viva good jello. Go? <laughs> That's good. Man, you sound like one of those yelling goats. Viva Las Vegas. Cut it. Cut it. Shut up.